sounds of the Anteater Kingdom on 88.9 FM KUCI in Irvine. KUCI has been serving you with underground music and talk since 1969. Now you can have a chance to show your support for the greatest radio station in the history of the universe. Our fun drive will be taking place this November from the 1st through the 8th. More information at www.kuci.org. From all of us here at KUCI, thank you for your support. Why do you linger here when there is no hope? Tempted to think there's no hope for overcoming some of the challenges of modern life? Ask an elf. Or a hobbit. Tune in Tuesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. with Milo Lomesdown at your service and... Tani Tanuvial, the resident KUCI Middle Earth elf. For What Would Arwen Do? on KUCI Irvine, 88.9 FM and streaming live on KUCI.org. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. You are listening to KUCI in Irvine, 88.9 FM, Orange County's alternative radio station, and quite possibly the best radio station in the history of Middle Earth. I am Tani Tanuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth elf. Welcome to What Would Arwen Do? Broadcasting from UCI Tuesdays, alternating Tuesdays, 4 to 5 p.m., with Phenomenal Woman on the alternating weeks. And with me, of course, as always, is my most charming Hobbit co-host. Milo Lomesdown at your service. (laughs) Welcome, dear Hobbit. It's a very special day today, is it not? It's a beautiful day in the Shire, my gosh. And did you notice we had some new opening music today? It's just beautiful. Well, today is a special day because it is the fall KUCI Fund Drive. Yes. And that number to call with your donations and pledges is 949-UCI-KUCI. Operators are standing by for your phone call. Numerically, that is 
5824. And a very special thank you to Elizabeth, who is out in the lobby, allowing us to pay attention to our show today. So thank you to Elizabeth. Um, In case you're just tuning in and wondering... um, what KUCI is about, what this show is all about, well, for one thing, we are all volunteers here at KUCI, from our general manager, who is a full-time student, as well as um, our general manager, down to those of us who uh, do a radio show, just come in and DJ, um, either a music show or host a PA show, or sometimes we, there are just there are also volunteers who just support the work of KUCI by coming in and doing uh, volunteer work, either as managers or assistants, a genre assistance. Um, so there are people even, um, we have over 100 volunteers here at KUCI. Including wonderful librarians, music directors, and genre assistants. Yes. And all of the hosts and everything in between. <laughs> music music program hosts and public affairs, such yes. as this program. Well, um, I'm not going to kind of launch into our general intro today, because uh, which explains a little bit about kind of where we're coming from and where the show came from. But in case you are not familiar with who Arwen is, she is in fact an elf princess and has been an inspiration for me for much of my... Um, going on nine years now of my adventure of uh, life as an elf, but you'll have to look for yourself in the Lord of the Rings to find out if you don't know who Arwen is. But today, um, dear Hobbit, I thought I would just open, because we have so many things to talk about, with a little quote from the professor himself, J.R.R. Tolkien, from a letter that he wrote in 1951 to uh, Milton Waldman, which to me is the inspiration so much not only for this show but for all of the wonderful things and all of the wonderful people who are out there in the world um, bringing the works of G.R. Tolkien and the word the worlds of Middle Earth to us. <clears throat> From your friend uh, Nate who... Nate McCarrick, the great director of the Maverick Theater who did that fabulous production of The Hobbit last year and will do it again, he tells me, next yes. year. And Andre Vienne, you know... Théâtre sans fil. Yes, traveling about doing the Hobbit production, and of course the movies, and all of the people that have made music and Howard art. Shore, who made the uh, music, Doug Adams, who explained the making of yes, the music. Well, and all of the other little productions, like the Fellowship, um, the Fellowship musical that was a parody of the uh, Fellowship of the Ring that was out. So many um, wonderful ways to enjoy the world that J.R.R. Tolkien introduced us to. So this from a letter <coughs> in 1951, where he says, "My dear Milton." You asked for a brief sketch of my stuff that is connected with my imaginary world. It is difficult to say anything without saying too much. The attempt to say a few words opens a floodgate of excitement. The egoist and artist at once desires to say how the stuff has grown, what it is like, and what he thinks he means or is trying to represent by it all. He goes on to say a little later, I would draw some of the the great tales in fullness and leave many only placed in the scheme and sketched. The cycles should be linked to a majestic whole and yet leave scope for other minds and hands wielding paint and music and drama. Paint and music and drama. And you think about Alan Lee, the great illustrator, Ted Naismith, the great illustrator. You think about Nate McCarrick and his wonderful production of The Hobbit. You think of André Vienne with the Théâtre Saint-Fille and its wonderful 
giant puppet-based yes. Hobbit story. And, of course, uh, there's always so many wonderful things going on uh, at Tolkien, and then there's the Tolkien Society is often having uh, moots and events. In fact, um, just last year at Tolkien, you know, Peter Jackson made, made an appearance, and so many wonderful things for those of us who love the world of Middle Earth and things for us to explore. So we're very grateful for that. And it has been the inspiration um, not only for the show, but for much of our adventures together. Absolutely. And we're very grateful to the University of California at Irvine and also to our radio station, KUCI, which broadcasts not only at 88.9 FM megahertz here on the airwaves, but also KUCI.org podcasting at KUCITalk.org. So we have live streaming, we have podcasting, there's many, many things. And if you'd like to support the station, please, please be liberal and be generous. 949-UCI-KUCI or numerically 949-824-5824. Please be as generous as you can in this time where the entire university system is mm. having, having its budget slashed and, and we are we are suffering some cutbacks here as well. Yes, and there's, uh, you know, it's nothing um, as one of my favorite <laughs> lines from, um, from in, I believe it's in the Two Towers, but it's Elrond speaking to, um, I believe it's Arwen, where he says, nothing is certain. And of course she says, some things are certain. If I, you know, if I leave him now, you know, it's, I can hardly even, Recount <laughs> because it's just such a it's beautiful. So moving. But, but some things, you know, um, so things are not certain with regards to funding for things like um, uh, a radio station at UC Irvine. So we're very grateful, and we're very grateful. Um, this last week, I have been out very ill, so I don't haven't even had a chance to um, want to say a very special thank you on the air. A very big shout out to Heather who is our, not only our program director, but the very entertaining uh, host of Rachel Ray's Cooking Accident. Last week, um, I was I thought I was getting over a cold, but on Tuesday morning, it came back with a vengeance, dear Hobbit. And I had a fever. I was coughing and sneezing. By noon, I knew that I was not going to make it into the station. And uh, I was literally in tears and called a couple of, made a couple of phone calls to see if I could frantically find a last-minute emergency sub. Um, most people were working or, you know, unavailable. At, but Heather said, Elf Princess? She didn't say that, but she said, Tawny Elf, <laughs> um, stay home and get well, and I will take care of it. And indeed she did. So she took care of not only covering my show, with um, an earlier podcast of Phenomenal Woman, but also uh, took the Blue and Gold Report. So this is the kind of people, though, um, dear Hobbit, that we get to interact with and we get to know through our volunteer work here at KUCI. Every week we have new examples of the wonderful generosity of the people that are volunteering here at KUCI. And you, too, can become a part of KUCI. We have $25 pledges. We call you KUCI fans. You get a KUCI bumper sticker, a KUCI pin, a KUCI bottle opener, and a KUCI program guide. At the $35 level, you're a supporter, and you can choose a KUCI t-shirt or a CD. 
Wow. Or any item listed. Very cool T-shirts this year. And the T-shirts are very, very nice. At the $50 level, you are KUCI Sustainer, and you can choose two T-shirts or two CDs or one T-shirt and one, t- one CD. And let me just interject here that we have uh, music CDs that have been donated from many businesses um, and artists specifically for our fund drive. So in all genres, there's all different genres, you know, so it's not just, you know, a certain, you know, it's not just indie music or it's not just pop. We've got reggae, we've got Zydeco, we've got goth, we've got all kinds of wonderful music to select from. Whatever your taste is, classical, I'm sure. There's classical, there's jazz, there's funk, there's reggae, there's (laughs) hip-hop. The list goes on. Rock and roll, of course. Yes. So, um, so, yeah, so a CD or possibly two CDs, and don't let me, so go on. And at the $100 level, we call you a KUCI fanatic, and you can (laughs) receive any combination of four items. Mm. You can get four T-shirts or two T-shirts and two CDs or one CD and three T-shirts. Or something listed in the database, we have a, we have a donation database, as a minimum $100 donation. So we have some special items today, which Tani, the mag- magical and mystical elf, has delved into her special elf haven. Yes, my and storehouse of treasures. Just wonderful, wonderful treasures. And I, I even hesitate to mention these because they are precious treasures that you, Tani, have chosen to share with the listeners for well, certain are, pledge levels. These are for our special gifts, you know, our special listeners from our program. So I thought I would I would delve into my personal inventory of treasures, and but it's well worth it because I believe so much in um, the power of alternative radio, which is what KUCI is all about. Alternative music, we only play music that people will not hear on their radio, regular radio airwaves, and they will hear only public affairs programming that they will not also hear, find anywhere else on NPR or public radio. Very unique programming. When you look at Out the Rabbit Hole with Robert, (laughs) it's brilliant. You have Film School with Mike Casper and the wonderful Weekly Signals with Nathan Callahan and Mike Casper. You have Writers on Writing. We have so many public affairs programs. Mary Frank, Identity Theft. On Uh, Privacy Piracy. She is a world-renowned expert. Folks, on this station, you are able to listen for free to a world-renowned expert on the issue of identity theft. She has testified before Congress, did you know? (laughs) You know, she has pictures of her with Congress people and vice presidents and all kinds of folks. And we also have students, you know, hosts of shows and and community members who are are not necessarily, you know, uh, big, high-profile type people, but very passionate about serving their community and about serving the community here at UCI and the community of people who listen not only through Orange County, through the airwaves, but also through our website at KUCI.org and who listen through podcasts. Claudia, um, who has a show, wonderful show on Tuesday mornings, Ask a Leader. Ask a Leader, Claudia Shambaugh. My gosh, and, what a great uh, show. So anyway, if people would like to check out our programming, of course, they can visit our website at KUCI.org. And we don't want to go on too much, you know, about, <clears throat> but it is a very special time. And we only um, ask our listeners to, um, to, to, you know, we only take once or maybe twice out of the year to uh, ask our listeners to be reminded that they can partner with us in supporting the work of KCI by making a financial donation. And this is, this is that one time. 
And if you'd like to help us out, if you'd like to be a part of KUCI, please call 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. And Elizabeth, our wonderful phone answerer in the lobby, has the list of special premiums that Tani has made available. Well, and uh, I kind of cut you off before you told people what the very special treasures were that I was offering this hour, but I think we need to have a little background music. And just for our listeners, um, I'm not sure because we did a different intro just to make uh, allow more time for um, our topics today, but our website uh, is KUCI.org. You can find podcasts for our show and for other public affairs show at kucitalk.org and through iTunes. And if you'd like to email us, what is the email address, dear Hobbit? Please email us with comments, questions, anything you'd like to say. We'd love to hear from you. Askanelf at yahoo.com. That's A-S-K-A-N-E-L-F at yahoo.com. Please, please email us and let us know what you like, what you could see improving, any comments or questions about the radio station, this hi. program, or just to say hello. We'd love yeah. to hear from you. Ask an elf at yahoo.com. So we're going to get uh, jump real soon here into our regular show and into some <clears throat> wonderful updates for the Hobbit movies coming up and other fun things to talk about. Uh, I'm going to let you... Um, announce what our special giveaways are and to do that I want to have a little background music of some uh, elvish music just to let people know if you tuned in at the beginning were wondering what that beautiful music was that was actually the Academy Award winning music of Howard Shore and that music at the very beginning today which was different than our usual music was from the Rarities Archive which uh, a CD that you can only get from the book The Music of the Lord of the Rings Films by Doug Adams and um, we got to interview him was that two weeks ago or was that four weeks was that four two weeks, weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Oh my gosh! And the podcast is up on our web um, on the website. Is that right? Uh, the podcast is up on the website, and we should thank Danny and Bob at Alfred Music Publishing for making available a reviewed copy that we can use uh, yes. by Doug Adams. The review copy of the music of the Lord of the Rings. Just a brilliant, great, great book. And so if you'd like to listen to Doug Adams talk about the process and his book and many other topics, go to KUCITalk.org and click on What Would Arwen Do? Or you can go to the iTunes store. It's a free download. Just search for Arwen, A-R-W-E-N, and you'll see one of the many hits there under podcasts is What Would Arwen Do on KUCI. So we really want to thank them for making available this book to us. They're also the publisher, by the way, of the scores of Lord mm, of the Rings music wow. for piano transcription or band transcription. Yeah. So, Alfred Music, just a wonderful, wonderful <clears throat> And group. that's that's some of the type of people that we interview here at KUCI. Another good reason to support the work uh, that we do here. So let's play a little Elvish music while you announce the um, the special giveaways that we have just just today. And for the special listeners of KUCI, um, in you know, in addition to the the other premiums that in we addition have. to the other premiums that I've discussed on this program only for what would Arwen do? Tani Tunuvial, our elf hostess, has contributed five special items. 
Well, actually, three. Three two, special two, items. Two, two are, are two are local from businesses. local businesses. Yes. Let's talk. Let's give a big thank you to I believe it's James Albert yes, Salon. Yes, James Albert Salon. A Wonderful place where the elves love to go and stay beautiful looking. And, and James Albert Salon is located. Is that here in Newport Beach? I believe. Uh, or is it, it is in Newport Mesa? Beach. Newport it's at Beach. 1821 West Cliff Court in Newport Beach. Their phone number 949-646-1616. And they have very graciously donated a, um, and this is for any of our, for any listeners, for any donation that they may be, make, I believe it's at the $100 level. $100 level. Um, it's a complimentary haircut and style. And especially, uh, if you want a very special treatment, you can request Kim, um, Kim Schultz. K-I-M-S-C-H-U-L-T-U-L-Z. Uh, she's over there at James Albert Salon. She will m- make your scalp tingle with a beautiful um, shampoo massage and a beautiful haircut and style to look beautiful for the holidays. And that is courtesy compliments of our friends over at James Albert Salon. So that wonderful stylist, high-style haircut yes. is for a gift to... KUCI of $100 or more. That's 949-824-5824. Another vendor has been very wonderful to us, another friend of the station. Mm. <coughs> oh, that's you, dear hubbard. Okay. Muldoon's Pub. For a $50 donation, you can get a gift card. Absolutely. Uh, and this would uh, allow you to have a delightful lunch or maybe even dinner, depending on what you like to eat. Um, I'm not sure if we're allowed to say the exact value of the of the gift card, but um, it, it is generous and, and um, like I said, nice lunch for two, a special or, or a extravagant dinner for one with cocktails. Um, compliments of our friends at Muldoon's Dublin Dublin Pub and Celtic Bar, and they have been supporters of KUCI for many years now. With and, a, and of this show, uh, since I've been here, they have always every year do- graciously donated uh, gift certificates uh, as special premiums for our listeners. And I believe that is for a fifty dollars yes. donation. Yes, it's a. It's. Uh, I think that we are allowed under the rules of the Federal Communications Commission during this time of fund drive. It's a twenty-five dollar oh, okay. gift certificate, but we need a donation of fifty dollars. Yes. So that we can send this out to you. Yes. So and it's they would a, still get their QCI T-shirt. And you still get your T-shirt. Yeah. Or CD, whichever one you'd prefer, but the T-shirt is very special. And so, again, that's a gift certificate from Muldoon's Dublin Pub and Celtic Bar, and they have some wonderful things planned for, of course, they always have live music every single weekend, and they have some uh, wonderful things coming up for the holidays. And, and then the last... Well, before then, we should mention that Muldoon's, even if you miss out on the gift certificate, don't miss out on Muldoon's because it's a wonderful oh. place with music and oh food and gosh. drink. 202 Newport Center Drive, Newport Beach, California. And their email, their web address is muldoonspub.com. So don't forget Muldoon's. It's just a wonderful Celtic yes. environment. Yes. And last but not least... Three special <laughs> items. I'm going Our to away. talk about them in, in, in increasing order of specialness. We'll start with the Silmarillion 2nd Edition for a contribution of $30, I believe we said. Mm-hmm. This is a soft cover Silmarillion 2nd Edition with illustrations by... Well, actually, the illustration is on the cover because that's the soft right. cover edition by Ted Naismith. And it is the 
one of my favorite of all of his illustrations is the uh, it's the illustration of the elves awakening on the shores of Kuivian and those sh- the shores of awakening. So there they are. They're on the starlight, looking up at the stars. Of course, that was before the moon and sun were created. So they're, they they in starlight. Beautiful cover and uh, beautiful compact uh, paperback to, that you can carry around with you. Right, so if you don't want the big, heavy one, to, but this one you can carry around, you can read on the bus, you can read on the train. Yes, and of course it ha- contains the Ainulindali, which is J.R. Tolkien's creation story, and it gives you all the wonderful backstory for The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and all things Middle-earth. So that is for a $30 contribution. Again, your contribution phone number is 949-824-5824. The second wonderful thing, wrapped in purple paper, a purple tissue paper when I saw it, <laughs> is a special edition of the complete Lord of the Rings, the entire yes, thousand-page novel, <laughs> with a movie cover, yes. and this is at the $50 donation level, Yes. and what is on that special cover? It's the Nazgul from the Fellowship of the Ring. And That's it's beautiful. Pre- it's a beautiful scene there where it's um, right where the hobbits are hiding under the tree trunk. They've, you know, fall, you know, they've been chased out of Farmer Maggot's field and fallen down the hill, and they're hiding under the tree trunk, and there's the Nazgul. It's a still from the movie, and basically Andrew Lesney, the Academy, the Academy Award-winning cinematographer of the Lord of the Rings movies and the coming Hobbit movies, well, for this particular shot, he backlit the Nazgul, yes. and so it's as if the Nazgul had erased light itself, that it was the total absence of light. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful shot mm-hmm. visually and semiotically, as we yes. say. Yes. So 949 level for that soft cover, beautiful movie cover, Lord of the Rings. And then da-da-da-da. And finally, Tani has delved deep in her mystical cavern of wonders for this. <laughs> A hardcover copy of Lord of the Rings, the complete, the complete novel in a single hardcover, with illustrations by Alan Lee at the $100 pledge level. $100 pledge level. But it is beautiful, it is mint, and it is a glorious thing. Alan Lee is integral to the whole... Foil uh, edging with all of the the script writing around the... the, um, with the the jacket cover there. Just a beautiful book. And the illustrations, Alan Lee, as we know, very important and integral to the design of the Lord of the Rings movies and also the coming Hobbit movies. Mm-hmm. So those are the three gifts. So at the $30 level, the Silmarillion. And at the $50 level, the Lord of the Rings soft cover with the movie cover of the Nazgul. Mm-hmm. And at the $100 pledge level, Lord of the Rings hardcover, $100. And again, for these gifts, you sort of need to use your credit card as... We need to have payment in advance for these very special gifts. The well, Alan people can send, they, they can call and they can uh, pledge and send in a check. So that is also possible. So oh, that, oh, so they can yes. they can use check. At least check. my understanding. Okay, so credit card yeah. or check. Um, and so uh, please give us a call. We will be moving into our uh, movie updates coming up very shortly on the show. So we have wonderful fun th- things to do. And the number is nine four nine eight two four. 5824 or on your telephone pad 
U-C-I-K-U-C-I. And the fund drive, this is officially the last day of the fund drive. However, um, I will, especially just for people, for listeners of this show, if they make a donation uh, within the next 48 hours, our podcast will be up tomorrow. Will it be up tomorrow? The podcast should be up by tomorrow evening at the latest, yes. Okay, then that 48 hours should be plenty. If they email me at askanelf at yahoo.com and send in a donation at any of the levels that we mentioned, then I will um, still honor the special giveaways uh, that we had for our show during this hour. But the, these the are three books. These three special books are unique copies. Yes. And they are only related to this program, and once they're gone, they're gone. So <laughs> right. I, I'd urge you to not wait for the podcast. Yeah, that's right. I'd urge you to call live now and talk and to Elizabeth, Elizabeth, who is waiting for your calls at Yay. 949-824-5824. Thank you for listening, and thanks Thanks to Elizabeth for yeah. taking the phone calls. Well, this is KUCI in Irvine. We are Tony Tuniville and... Milo Wilmsdown at your service. And this is What Would Arwen Do? And we are going to get into some movie news. So let's have a little Hobbit music here to get us uh, in, the, in the mood for uh, what's going on. Of course, we are so excited, uh, both of us, about the news that the Hobbit movies will be coming out in December of 2012, which is just... Just, what, 13 months away? I can hardly believe it. It's unbelievable. 13 months from now, we're going to be sitting in that premiere audience, perhaps at the big Newport. Yes. Well, we have, um, I'm sure that you have movie news. I'm very sorry. Oh, but we just, this just in, I just want to make a quick announcement, because one of the things as a... Um, Stop the as, presses. As a, as Flash. A, as a Flash. As Stop a the presses. Station, KUCI, one of the other reasons why it's important for us to stay on the air is because, in case our listeners did not know, we are an emergency alert like um, signal station. So in case there was a flood or any kind of emergency and the electricity were, were to all go out, KUCI would still be broadcasting uh, over the radio airwaves, giving people instructions on what to do in the case of any type of disaster. Uh, we have a special announcement, though, uh, because we also have wonderful things going on here locally, and our amazing um, uh, general manager, Katie Telford, who is a student here at uh, UCI, uh, sent me an email and said, please, uh, she didn't have a show to be able to announce this before tomorrow, but tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, 11, uh, November 9th, 2011, at noon here on the UCI campus at the flagpoles, which is at the front of the school adjacent to the street Periera, there is going to be a, um, uh, I guess it's like a protest. It's, it was, it's actually a, it's a um, meeting, you know, for people to protest the fee hikes and to help stop budget cuts for public education. It's it's so, it's a it's a situation that's quite difficult as the tuition and mm, fees increase. It's so hard for students, and yeah. yet some services are in danger of being cut. That's absolutely right. So this is tomorrow. If you'd like to go and meet other people who get informed about this issue, uh, maybe see what you can do to uh, talk to your local government or to your federal government or whoever we need to talk to. They you can get more information uh, on Facebook. Uh, just look for. Or take back UCI, take back UCI on Facebook, and in case you don't have time to go online and you just want to show up tomorrow, it'll be tomorrow Wednesday at noon at the flagpoles right here on the campus of UC Irvine. There you are, flagpoles. 
Wednesday. Emergency alert signal. Well, it's, it's that's not, not really, really a part of the EAS system. I know. System. I know. I was just. I was just kind of kidding. But a anyway, flash. Yes, flash. a flash. Wednesday, so, November 9th Speaking at of noon. flash, what do we have? Because I always love Dear Hobbit. The thing I don't love is that we only get to meet every two weeks. The thing I do love is that you always have so many wonderful things to report about the upcoming movies when we get together. Well. Thank you for that, and boy, are we excited. 13 months and counting. Oh, Who yes. thought? A couple of years ago, we were very it nervous with the, with the MGM fiasco and everything. Oh, we were so right. nervous and We concerned. walked through that together. We did, but now principal photography is going on. The second shooting block is in process, and so... The Hobbit, Part 1, is scheduled to be released on December 14th, 2012, and is a very, very firm date. Well, there's lots of news. Let's start with probably the most important news. Okay. Certainly for me, as I'm fascinated by the the complications of a donkey cart and how harnesses (laughs) and all this technical stuff work. Yes. Hobbit production video number four, starring Peter Jackson and the crew, is up on YouTube. You can go to Peter oh. Jackson NZ in Facebook and get linked, or you can go to my favorite site, theonering.net, and uh, Torn has linked directly to this YouTube video. It's 10 minutes and 45 minutes of technical heaven because they're describing the red epic cameras and how they are using them to do the 3D, and they've invented special rigs and everything. It's, it's again, Instant Academy Award, Wow! not only for the artistry, but maybe the scientific and technical awards that are also given out by the Academy because they've done some very innovative things for the 3D filming. Wow. In that production video, you see a meeting where Alan Lee and the other gentleman whose name I forget, they're working on red and blue drawings, and then Peter Jackson puts on the old red and blue eyeglasses to look at these... (gasps) mirror these almost mirror image drawings Uh to see the set design sketches in 3d the first i've ever heard of set design sketches being done in 3d there have been lots of movies that have been made in 3d but to see the storyboards or the design sketches in 3d as separate drawings by the two guys sitting next to each other is just astounding so this this 10 minutes on yeah this 10 minute and 45 second fourth production video all the production videos are worth watching now i should say there are some spoilers you're going to see sort of what the the makeup is for many of the characters you're going to see some of the set design elements although in certain meetings in this production video they have intentionally blurred out some of the stuff in the meeting room so you Mm. can't see the walls (laughs) wow but again the fourth hobbit production video is up on youtube Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, we know, is starring as the Necromancer and also as Smaug the Dragon in The Hobbit. And in Variety, it was reported this last week that Variety interviewed him and he was talking about his roles in TV and cinema and so forth. And there's a bit where he talks about his preparation for the role of Smaug the Dragon. He says, quote, I'll be donning, well, probably not Andy Serkis' sweaty wetsuit, I'm sure they drive clean it. Playing a reptile is something I don't believe has been done before. I've already started working out, crawling around on my belly whenever I can without alarming people too much. So that's our our smog. He is going to be motion captured as Smog the Dragon. And I can barely wait to see him. He is such a fine, fine young actor. There's 
uh, Luke Evans interview up oh, on Movie Phone. On Movie Phone, oh, okay. On Movie Phone, there's an interview, but we're going to be playing later in the program. I believe you have a clip or something of Luke I'm, Evans. I'm, you know what? I'm well, trying he's going to, be to find it. Bard the Bowman, and he is a very, very key character. Um, and they ask him, uh, you know, he comes in at the end of the story. We may not see Luke Evans until the second film, which comes out December 12th, 2013. And they ask, Movie Phone asks, have you been practicing your archery skills? And he says, yes. Luke Evans says, yes, I was trained for three weeks in New Zealand with a stunt coordinator, learning my new weapon. I've gone from swords and musketeers and a bow, a long bow at that, for The Hobbit. So it's been a really interesting education because there's very different ways of using a bow and arrow. So I've learned lots of them to make it look realistic. Question, when do you go back to work on it? Answer, I go back in three weeks for my second block of shooting, taking a little break to open musketeers and immortals and talk to you lovely people. Mm. Question, the actors who made the Lord of the Rings films had this amazing camaraderie. Are you experiencing that on The Hobbit? Oh, I hope you're not going to give away what he says on the interview because I'm going to be playing that. Ah, good. So okay. we'll wait for that. What other news? We have... Oh, wait. Uh, before, yes? before we move on... Oh. Before... Well... Okay, because I want to. If we let's go on to the other movie news, and then I yeah. want to come back a little bit to Luke Evans to play something for our listeners. Sylvester McCoy, who plays Radagast the Brown, mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. a little interview, but he basically said he couldn't say much about his role. He's been programmed by Weta to gag himself the moment his <laughs> word utters the the uh, word Hobbit. Though he could reveal that the that the main character he's interacting with is Ian McKellen, Gandalf mm. the Grey. So that well, yes, I thought that was interesting. And it'll be interesting to see um, Radicast the Brown because you know, I mean, just the way that they're going to have him made up. Nobody's seen any pictures yet of him, have they? You know, we've seen pictures of the dwarves. We've seen pictures of the dwarves. We've seen a picture of Bilbo, and of course Gandalf. And Gandalf, but. Uh, you're right. I don't believe we've seen uh-huh. any images of Radagast or, or Bard. Yeah, there you are. Uh-huh. And we it was reported that the true world premiere of The Hobbit will be in Wellington, which is only fair. Wellington, New Zealand, oh. where the films are being I shot. I have to figure out a way I don't to know get how to on earth we fly to to uh, New Zealand for oh, that premiere. Wouldn't that but be the most wonderful thing ever, almost, well, ever? Oh, my gosh, that would be so exciting. <laughs> yes. And the other thing that's happened in the last couple of weeks is there is a movie fan website for fans of action-adventure science fiction mm. movies called Ain't It Cool News. Oh. And Ain't It Cool News, the writer, Quint, whose real name is something else, but he has been invited by the Hobbit production company to be embedded with them and actually has a a part as an extra. You say embedded. What does that mean? That is, he's actually there to write about the process of making this set of films. So kind of like Doug Adams was doing with Howard Shore. Like Doug Adams was doing with Howard Shore when he wrote that wonderful book, The Mm -hmm. Art, The Music of the Lord of the Rings. Well, Quint of Ain't It Cool News has now posted two lengthy postings up at aintitcool.com. And so there's part one and there's part two, mm-hmm. and they're just wonderful. The problem with them is I didn't want to read them. Basically what I've done is I printed them out, and I'm going to read them after the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> because 
there's lots of spoilers. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and he warns you, if you don't want spoilers, don't read any further. So okay. I stop right there. But there's wonderful stuff about the New Zealand hotel and how he has to put on his clothing to be his uh, bit part as a hobbit extra. Oh. It's just very wonderful. So, again, ain't it cool? Dot com. Ain't it cool dot com. And I think that's enough movie news for well, right now. It's actually it's not quite quite enough because I Oh have you to have say, a I magazine. So I have a magazine here. It was actually in the Los Angeles Times last Sunday. And it's so funny because it's like you know, this happens to us elves all the time where the universe in in uh, the wonderful Hobbit movie the birds come and, you know, sit on their shoulders and whisper things to us and well well we elves have uh, you know fairies and birds and you know little things that just kind of pop out of nowhere that we wouldn't have noticed. And I happen to notice laying on the counter this beautiful magazine as you can see. It's a great, great cover image, yes, Luke a Evans. head and shoulder shot of Luke Evans. Yeah, it says, Luke Evans plays God, and I'm like, what? What's this guy Well, that's about God? his new movie called Immortals. Yes, well, and I was like, what is that all about? And it, I didn't even make the connection. I had I had no idea. So I thought, I, so I flip it open, I think, wow, he's a pretty hunky looking guy. That's a nice looking guy. And here he is looking beautiful. And I read down here, you know, who is this guy? 32-year-old Evans must surely be pinching himself raw of late. This is from the article. And not just because of the caliber of his onset neighbors. And it goes on to say, his turn, and it's talked about, you know, is um, Immortals due out November 11th. A little plug there for our friend Luke. Um, is a CGI extravaganza of a uh, crowd pleaser full of hunky uh, actors disemboweling one another, oh well, on multiple planes of existence. And Evans lords over it all with a rare blend of high rhetoric and earthbound grit. Sounds like it's preparing him pretty well for his role in the upcoming movie because it goes on to say, and this is where I was like, oh my gosh, it says his turn as Zeus is sandwiched between a rapier swinging role as Aramis in the recently released Three Musketeers and a date with a dragon in Peter Jackson's long-awaited two-part Hobbit opus, which bows in 2012. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's who's he playing? I didn't even know who he was playing at the time that I read this magazine. Of course, you know, right? I, I was well aware of the fact that this young actor was going to be our hero, Bard the Archer. Well, so then I go to, I, I think I've got to find my Hobbit book. And I actually went online and discovered that he was playing Bard, you know, Bard the Bowman. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, Bard the Bowman, I know, you know, I know he slayed, you know, slayed the dragon. And so I found my annotated Hobbit and looked it up, and um, you have very graciously agreed to read a very um, wonderful... Let's see, did I give you the book already? Nope. No, I do not have the book. Oh, Um, there's the book. There's the book. It's beautiful in its green cover. The other thing, though, that was so interesting to me, my dear Hobbit, was I was thinking that I had read The Hobbit probably back in high school or when I was, you know, in my early 20s or something. And as I started reading this, it seemed like brand new stuff that I'd never heard of. And I was wondering if I ever... Maybe I started reading The Hobbit a long time ago, but I don't know that I ever finished it because all of this wonderful um, part of the story where the birds talk to Bard, they give him advice, and he understands it because he's of the men of Dale. And then, of course, it goes on to talk about the thrush, you know, well, the thrush talks to him, and then the ravens yes. come and talk to the dwarves yes. uh, because they can't understand the thrush, and Bilbo can't understand the thrush. And, of course, being an uh, elf, you know, I love anything to do with birds, especially talking birds. And I was like, 
and it just seemed like it was all very new. So as I was looking for the part that was taught, because I thought, well, what is this role that Luke is playing? And I found this beautiful passage from where um, we see the slaying of Smaug. So would you, dear Hobbit, read for our guests, for our listeners, this very special passage, and if they want to call in and make a donation, 949-824-5824. So this is from The Hobbit. The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien in the chapter Fire and Water. But there was still a company of archers that held their ground among the burning houses. Their captain was barred, grim-voiced and grim-faced, whose friends had accused him of prophesying floods and poisoned fish, though they knew his worth and courage. He was a descendant in long line of Girion, lord of Dale, whose wife and child had escaped down the running river from the ruin long ago. Now he shot with a great yew bow, till all his arrows but one were spent. The flames were near him. His companions were leaving him. He bent his bow for the last time. Suddenly, out of the dark, something fluttered to his shoulder. He started, but it was only an old thrush. Unafraid, it perched by his ear, and it brought him news. Marveling, he found he could understand its tongue, for he was of the race of Dale. Wait, wait, it told him. The moon is rising. Look for the hollow of the left breast as Smaug flies and turns above you. And while Bard paused in wonder, it told him of tidings up in the mountain and of all that it had heard. Then Bard drew his bowstring to his ear. The dragon was circling back, flying low, and as he came, the moon rose above the eastern shore and silvered his great wings. Arrow, said the bowman, black arrow, I have saved you to the last. You have never failed me, and always I have recovered you. I had you from my father, and he from old. If ever you came from the forges of the true king under the mountain, go now and speed well. The dragon swooped once more lower than ever, and as he turned and dived down, his belly glittered white with sparkling fires of gems in the moon, but not in one place. The great bow twanged. The black arrow sped straight from the string, straight for the hollow by the left breast where the foreleg was flung wide. In it smote and vanished, barb, shaft, and feather, so fierce was its flight. With a shriek that deafened men, felled trees and split stone, Smaug shot spouting into the air, turned over and crashed down from on high in ruin. Yay! Oh, isn't Yay. that amazing? I mean, where where else do you get to hear read live on the air the work of J.R. Tolkien from such a beautiful voice as yours, my dear Hobbit? Thank you, Elf Princess. Uh, and if if our listeners enjoyed that, they can help <laughs> by contributing. Yes. 949-824-5824 is the phone number for your donations, kind and, folks. And how exciting is it to think of uh, this gorgeous young man, Luke Evans, who's going to be playing Bard the Bowman, a very noble, noble role. And so there is... And he a, looks noble on that cover of the Los Angeles Times Magazine. Indeed. Well, there's a wonderful... Um, interview on MTV, the MTV.com news channel, and it says, Hobbit cast is a little family, Luke Evans says, Um, and there's just a lovely interview in here, Um, it says, um, it's been fantastic, or maybe you already read this, um, training before we started shooting The Hobbit, did you read that part? 
Mm, he said that in some different words okay. to movie phone. Evan said when we were when asked how his archery skills were progressing, I'm fully into it now and it's great. I'm having a fantastic time. So there's a little clip here, um, a, a related video where it says Evan's in full swing of archery training for hobbits. So I'm gonna hopefully the technology will be our friend, and we'll be able to hear this interview with Luke Evans, KUCI in Irvine. <laughs> also have several buzzworthy things. How's the, the archery training? How's, how's Oh, it's going? good. Well, it, um, yeah, it's been fantastic. A bit of training before we started shooting um, The Hobbit. Um, I'm fully into it now, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's really, really, I'm having a fantastic time living in New Zealand. It's, um, it's like a different world. Well, actually, it is a different, it is a different world. world. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very, very cool. Can you, can you tease, like, who you've had the most fun with scene work-wise? Oh, well, the thing is, I've done probably 10% of what I'm going to be doing shoot-wise, so um, I can't really say, but uh, the cast are fantastic. And because um, we're, we're so far away from home, everybody's away from home. We have a little family, and um, Peter and the team uh, create a very warm atmosphere on set and off set. We all socialize. It's, it's, it's really special. I uh, just feel very lucky to be part of it. Right, so they're game nights, Hobbit game nights. Hobbit game nights, yeah. Game yeah. Nights. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. Yes. And so that was a little a little taste of Luke Evans uh, in the upcoming Hobbit movies. And, dear Hobbit, we are almost out of time. I can hardly believe it. Well, we before we go further, we better say we, we love bringing this program to you every other week. And if you like this program being brought to you, it would be <laughs> wonderful to have a concrete indication of that. Please, please, give as generously as your heart and pocketbook will allow. 949-824-5824. Please call in and, and give to us whatever you can to support KUCI and its work wonderful music programs independent programming that you will not hear anywhere else and so like where else dear hobbit will anyone get to hear from J.R.R. tolkien himself um we're going to play a little tiny clip from an um, out of print collection of cds the J.R.R. tolkien audio collection and first we're going to hear just a tiny little clip it's only 17 seconds long but good uh, but good and very charming of the professor himself uh, from the Fellowship of the Ring, book one, um, a long-expected party, the old walking song. So here for our listeners' enjoyment is on the air at KUCI, J.R.R. Tolkien. The road goes ever on and on, down from the door where it began. Now far ahead the road is gone, and I must follow it if I can pursuing it with eager feet until it joins some larger way where many paths and errands meet. And whither then, I cannot say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? It's great, great, great poetry and greatly read by the professor. And I was hoping we would have time for Sam's Rhyme of the Troll because, of course, we see the trolls in The Lord of the Rings as already statues frozen in stone. Right. But in The Hobbit, of course, Bilbo is almost breakfast. And, and boy, that's a great, great well, scene. Well, actually, I think we do have, we have, it's 236, let's... let's 949-824-5824 is the phone number to make a contribution to KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine. That's eight. That's 949-824-5824. Please give what you can generously. And we are standing by.
And here is J.R.R. Tolkien once again. Standing up with his hands behind his back as if he was at school, he began to sing to an old tune. <coughs> a troll sat alone on his seat of stone and munched and mumbled a bare old bone. For many a year he nodded near for me. It was hard to come by, some by, come by. In a cave in the hills he dwelt alone, and meat was hard to come by. Up came John with his big boots on, says he to troll, clay, what is yon? For it looks like the shin of an Uncle Jim, as should be a loin in graveyard, caveyard, paveyard. This many a year has Jim been gone, and I thought he was loin in graveyard. My lad said, troll, this bone I stole, but what be bones that lie in a hole? Thine uncle was dead as a lump of lead, afore I found his carcass. Arky, marky, he can spare a bone for a poor old troll. He's got no use for his carcass. Said John, I don't see what the likes of thee. With an axe in leaves, you go make him free. With a leg of the shin of my father's skin, so hand the old bone over, rover, trover. Though dead he be, belongs to he. So hand the old bone over. For a couple of pins, as a troll and grins, I'll eat thee too and gnaw thy shins. A bit of fresh meat will go down sweet. There'll be a nice change from the uncle, sunkle, gruncle. I'm tired of gnawing old bones and skins. There'll be a nice change from the uncle. But just as he thought his dinner was caught, he found his hands had hold of naught. Before he could mind, John slipped behind. And gave him the boot to land him, warn him, darn him, a bump of the boot to the seat John thought would be the way to land him. But harder than stone is the flesh and bone of a troll that sits in the hills alone. As well set your boot to the mountain's root, for the seat of a troll don't feel it, deal it, peel it. Old troll laughed, but John did groan, for his poor toes did feel it. John's leg is game since home he came, and his bootless foot is lasting lame. But Troll don't care, and he's still there, with a bony bone from his owner, donor, boner. Troll's old seat is still the same, with a bony bone from its owner. <laughs> My gosh, brilliant. J. Wonderful. J.R.R. Tolkien with the Sam's Rhyme of the Troll from the Fellowship of the Ring, book one. Uh, from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And guess what time it is, my dear Hobbit? It's time to read the donor number again. Please call (laughs) in 949-824-5824. Please contribute whatever you can to KUCI as we bring you these wonderful programs. And our podcast will be up at KUCI.org, or you can find us at iTunes by searching... You search for Arwen, A-R-W-E-N. So KUCITalk.org or the iTunes store by searching for Arwen, A-R-W-E-N. And you can email us at askanelf at yahoo.com, askanelf at yahoo.com. Coming up in just a few moments, another great show that you may want to support, the Blue and Gold Report, K, uh, which is UCI Sports. And after that, the un, unimitable Heather. Inimitable Seldom, seldom even attempted to try to imitate the brilliance of... Heather on Rachel Ray's cooking accident, guaranteed to entertain you into the night. Heather McCoy, the real McCoy. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) 
And this is KUCI. We will leave you uh, yet again with some of the beautiful music from the Rarity CD from the book the by Doug, Doug Adams, The Lord of the Rings, The Music of the Lord of the Rings Films, and this is from the Rarity's Archives. This is the music from the Return of the King trailer. Wow. KCI in Irvine. And so until next week, my friend, Alin Salalumin Amintielvo. Our show will be on again in two weeks, and I will see you then. And, and Namariyam.